On your mark, get set. Let's go. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Mister, will you please wake up? Wake up. Wake up. Good morning, Kevin Durant. You should have never left California. This bronze sexual upset me in oh, having man. to bring this teenage idiot from Wisconsin into a sports conversation. Are you really surprised that the Cowboys are giving up on Ezekiel Elliott? Whoa, no. Well, no one cares about baseball. Bitch, are you for real? Green for Anaheim, Azusa, and Coop, Kamanga, all aboard. <clears throat> That's not the one I use. The one I use is this one. Good morning. Welcome to the fabulous, fantastic football wild card Friday edition of Snowman in the Morning. Glad to have y'all with us. You can follow us online by subscribing to Snowman Multimedia. On YouTube, you can watch us every day, Monday through Friday at this time on the BS3 Network on Roku. Look up, look at your Roku device and uh, and uh, download uh, BS3 Network. You can also take us with you via TuneIn, via WIRU in, Chico- uh, in Chicago, WTLB in Milwaukee, and many other stations that we are getting hooked up with across the country. If you want to help us out you can uh drop a cash app to either id that you see at the top of your screen either tall man dr k50 for myself or uh dollar sign host cole johnson for my partner who i told to start the show and i would join for hour two but i couldn't get back to sleep because i stayed up all night working so this 50 year old pulled an all-nighter and i'm gonna grind through the show and be and i'm i'm ready to roll I am ready to roll this morning. The Hog TV says, good morning, everybody. Good morning to you, my friend. Sick Diggy was the first one in the house. It says, good morning, good afternoon, evening, and good night, and the same to you. And he also says, if you got paid today, time uh, best time to play just got uh, paid by Johnny Kemp. And I know many people are saying that. And I don't even have to say this aloud. I don't have to... Uh, use my voice because all I have to do is push a button or push a button for sick diggy with the voice of you're despicable one of my favorite lines I love saying I I love saying that to people uh getting our audio connections together as I am late and pushing those buttons I apologize for that ladies and gentlemen a pizzle in the house with us saying good morning Good morning to all and to you, Victor, in my hometown of uh, Chicago. And uh, like I said, as mentioned, you can uh, join us via Patreon to help build the show or drop us a cash app today 
through the show as well to help both of us, my partner and myself and our company. Here's the Friday question of the day, and it goes like this. Which wild card game are you looking forward to this weekend? You know the lineup we have on Friday. Sam Shady will join us at the bottom of hour one. Ben Sutter at the top of hour two. And, of course, the incomparable, the legendary Chris Bass will join us at the bottom of hour two. You know the game I'm looking forward to. I mean, it's no secret that uh, I am a 49er fan, and I have been such since 1982. Uh, technically since 81. And I'm looking forward to seeing the 49ers absolutely demobilize the Seattle Seahawks. Now, of course, I had Rod Peterson on my afternoon show yesterday. And, of course, the phrase comes in, well, it's hard to beat a team a third time. No, it ain't. No, it's not. No, it is not. I will get this out of the way right now, and I'm going to try to get um, uh, Mike DeBate on as well. If not, I'll get him uh, for the Brian Snow Show this afternoon to do some picks. That's one thing we're going to do today. We're going to do our wild card picks as well. I see no way in hell that the Seattle Seahawks can keep up with my beloved 49ers. Now, I know, I know, at not only as a fan, as a football fan, but as a journalist, which I have been for over 20 years, the playoffs are a different animal. I know they're a different animal. I understand they're a different animal. But if you looked at the first two games, if you looked at the two games, rather, that San Francisco and Seattle played, in particular the one in Seattle, the score 21-13 in Seattle was 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 closer than the game was because the 49ers, in particular their defense, dominated that game. They dominated that game. And the turning point of that game was the fumble that was forced at the end of the first half in which the 49ers turned into a touchdown That turned a 7-3 lead into a 14-3 lead. And then coming out of the locker room, the Niners took it right down the field and scored on a 54-yard touchdown pass from Brock Purdy to George the Animal Kittle, the best tight end in the league. That made it 21-3, and it was 21-13. And, of course, uh, Trey Lance got injured in week two of the season, and the uh, 49ers won that game by a count of 27 to 7. So all told, 48 to 20 was the combined final scores of the two games. My partner is now in the house on this Friday. Good morning, sir. How are you? Oh, good. Good. And you? I'm good, man. My wife made some banana bread. I'm using the sugar rush to get me through the next couple of hours because you know what's going to happen next. I'm going to download the programs I need, and I'm going to fall flat on my face. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel good. I feel I feel good. The question of the day is, which playoff game, which wild card game, because it is super wild card weekend, is our which uh, which wild card game are you looking forward to? 
And the Hawk TV know George Kittle is not the LeBron James of tight ends. In fact, he's the people's tight end, you fool. And as the and as the people's champ described himself in the Super Bowl introduction, my man can block, he catch a pass, he'll lay the smack down on your candy ass. If you smell what the what rock is cooking. Doggone it. You know, I suspect that George the Animal Kittle is going to have a hell of a game this weekend because if you think about it, the two games they played, the the, the second half of the season is when Kittle came alive. Right. They're going to really – well, they're going to, like, turn the running game loose because Seattle has a porous run defense. Well, I mean, to me, even if – even if the Seahawks had a good run defense, you were going to see the 49ers run, but all day long. Yeah, but I, but I get what you're saying. Uh, it, it, <laughs> we might see a repeat performance of uh, what they did three years ago, the divisional round against the Vikings, where Oof. did did Oof. did Garoppolo even throw the ball ten times in that game? <laughs> I don't think he threw the ball ten times in either the divisional nor the nfc championship game yeah he didn't throw the listen when you have a healthy backfield with the dynamic christian mccaffrey debo samuel kyle Uzcheck, and elijah mitchell oh boy not to mention jordan mason not to mention the rookie jordan mason who busted a 56 yard run at the end of the at the end of the second game I have said this, and I'll continue to say this. And of course, Please this is do. coming. This is coming from an offensive lineman. The best friend of any quarterback is a running game, mm-hmm. and his second best friend is a defensive line. And the reason why his his own defensive line mm-hmm. reason being is that the defensive line can get the ball back to the quarterback <laughs> if the pass rush is nice and the run stop is stout, and the running game doesn't have. That doesn't have the quarterback to have the whole weight of the game on his shoulders. Right, right, right. So when those two components are good and solid, you can have the quarterback free wheel like they like we have been seeing with Brock Purdy in this rise from Mr. Irrelevant to possible Super Bowl champion just by his play. You know, here's a stat that a lot of people are overlooking, including our favorite troll. You know, since Brock Purdy took over, the 49ers are averaging 33.6 points per game. See, there's a reason why a couple of weeks ago I actually said to you, I think your search for the, the future and if uh, for it's future right for it's right is over. It's right there. And it's right there with number 13. I've mm-hmm. I said it for a reason, and it is because that offense fluidly runs. And even with Garoppolo, and he's done a really good job. Listen, girl, girl, I will always back Jimmy. I will always back Jimmy G. But the way that Brock Purdy runs this offense and controls this offense, it's like it's another level mm-hmm. with Brock Purdy, who, of course, played four years at Iowa State. Yeah. Mercy. Yeah. Um, did, he, did he start all four years? He started all four years. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. He started three years in high school, started all four at Iowa State, and I believe he was in contention for Big 12 Player of the Year. At yeah. Iowa State. I, I, I believe think he, he was. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was pretty good at Iowa State. He look, 
if there was one constant name on the lips of folks in the Big 12 during Purdy's time at Iowa Mm -hmm. State, it was him. Yeah, it was Brock Purdy. So I I find it funny and I laugh that 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 people wanted to, uh, of course. If you're the last player chosen in a draft, you're labeled Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> That's true. I find it funny that they wanted to stick with that label with him for about the first two, three weeks. And I think it was actually against the game in C- uh, against the Seattle in Seattle, where I believe that that label just got burnt off him. You know the game where I burned the label off of him? The blowout against Tampa Bay. Because there were two dimes he dropped in that first half, in the first half of that game. The one to McCaffrey that made it 21 to nothing, and the one to Brandon Ayuk, which made it 28 to nothing. Now, I'll tell you, I'll say this to you. Now, when uh, when Garoppolo went down and, Birdie, and, and Purdy, it really doesn't count as a start, but he basically started the game. He, be, yeah, he, played, he, he played most of it against mm-hmm. the Dolphins. I, I looked at how that offense operated, and I'm like, wow. It's almost as if it's almost as if <laughs> it's almost as Groffa went into the locker room, changed jerseys, came back, and executed the same way. And, and to to me, it was then the same way because I was like, okay, I don't see a drop off. I, I see, I, I do, I do strategically see what they did in terms of playbook. Yeah, the playbook, of course, was narrowed down a little, so I understand that. It's like, and you can see it. It's but, like Montana and Young all over again. Mm-hmm. It's like but, Montana and Young all over again because you had you you had Montana who ruled the roost for eleven years, and then a more mobile quarterback in Steve Young came in and got into that West Coast offense. Mm-hmm. You, you're basically seeing that all over again, and people are going to yeah. call me crazy for making that comparison. But look at the games, look at the footage, look at the footage. Look, there. Look, the, people. People are in a rush to, and they have been in a rush for almost a decade to label Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time, and even some stupid fools actually label him the greatest football player of all time. I just ate breakfast. I know, but uh, uh, but I I, I get I, I get the uh, I get but the yeah, point. but people forget <clears throat> this guy was a sixth round draft pick, and he languished on the bench for a full year. Mm-hmm. And the first two games of his second year, and you, you, you people forget that, and people first... also forget that there was a tuck rule that was inserted for one play, and so for the first couple of years, maybe even three, that playbook was like this for him. Mm-hmm. It, it was thin. Yeah, I mean, you know. Brock Purdy has the whole playbook at his disposal, and, and that's where I was going to go. That that's that's what I was seeing. The, the game in Seattle, I actually got a chance to witness that playbook expand, and I didn't think it would expand so wide and so fast. You know the play of that game? Oh yeah, the, the, the two fake the, passes. The, 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 yeah, the, the double fake. The double yeah, the double fake pass, the, and the, then the hitting McLeod, kid across the middle. The fake, the fake to McLeod to his left. The fake to McCaffrey to his right. And Seattle, I got a question. Why did that was beautiful. George Kittle go free? That was the middle? that was beautiful. Well, I, I mean, football one. Who would have been? The, who else would have been the target? Football one on one. They figured, okay, well, we well, the linebacker was going to be on Kittle, so they figured, okay, cool, we got Kittle. Mm-hmm. But then he sees these pump fakes, so he sees one go to one direction, 
Yep. And then when Purdy goes in the other direction, he's like, okay, well, I got the flat. That mm-hmm. The guy who's covering Kittle says, oh, I got the flat. So he rushes toward the flat. Nothing but yeah. green and blue in front of Kittle. Kittle's wide, and Kittle's wide open. Yeah. Matter of fact, Kittle caught two wide open touchdown passes in that game in Seattle, mm-hmm. week 15. Yeah. And, because, and to me, and to me, because the dime he dropped to George Kittle mm-hmm. to start the third quarter, right? And that drive to start the third period. Mm. Yeah. Because to me, Beautiful. if you have a rookie and you can have him do things like that and be comfortable in the pocket, Chances are the, the the coaching staff has a lot of trust in him, and obviously mm-hmm. the other ten on the field do too. Yeah, I'm they they love Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. They absolutely love Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean, and as as I'm looking and uh, studying the film, how can you not? I mean, there's been all kinds of notes coming out throughout the course of the week saying we're going to make Brock Purdy uncomfortable. No, you're not. Not the it's way gonna, he runs that offense. It's going to be difficult to make him uncomfortable when you have a running game that goes well, a, a team that is married to balance on offense, mm-hmm. and something that is not really talked about with the 49ers. That offensive line is pretty good. The offensive line throughout the course of this. Now I outlined and, 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 and for the most part, they're healthy, but they're pretty good. I, I, I outlined this at the top of the season. The offensive, the interior offensive line. That's the most important part. Yeah. Was an Achilles heel the first two games of the year, including yeah. the first game against Seattle. Right. As yeah. the season went on through Garoppolo and through Purdy, the offensive line has not only gotten better, they've gotten stronger, stronger. and they've gotten different schemes to keep mm-hmm. to keep folks off of Brock Purdy. Yeah. And that's scary when you have a team as hot as San Francisco, as hot as the 49ers have been. Look at the five across the front. When their play began to elevate after the Denver game, Mm -hmm. when everything broke down, when their play began to elevate after the Denver game, you could see it game by game. Mm -hmm. I don't remember asking you a thank you Mm -hmm. no problem sir (laughs) you could see them coming together game by game you know Mm -hmm. and there were a question there were questions of what the 49ers were going to do at center after alex mack retired yeah because he stayed by them for two seasons yeah because that yeah that was one of the biggest talks of of the offseason with them yeah Mm -hmm. they they were wondering what uh what they were going to do it man this offensive line has just gotten better Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and they and got it, stronger. And it's because I, I I looked. See, all right, just to give you all understanding, because I I had to understand the offensive lineman in me has has, has guided me to how I look at games on uh, mm-hmm. with 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 box scores. Same. So Same. I you know I look at rushing attempts. I look at sacks. Both offense and defense. You know who whoever has gotten sacks yeah. defensively and who yeah who allowed sacks on uh, on their quarterback before I look anywhere else, before mm-hmm. I even look at yards. After that, I do look at rushing yards after that, but I look at carries first because if I see, if I see a high number amount of carries, I'm seeing a team that trusts the system. Well, even if it doesn't go well, even if it's like 30 carries for 90 yards. Yeah. 
they actually are like, okay, we're 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 married to balance, and we want to protect the defense. Mm-hmm. And I'm cool with that because I think that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, I mean, and, and, and the, the games where the 49ers have started slow in yeah. the running game. Mm-hmm. And every time I have looked, even with Garoppolo, every game Garoppolo started this year and definitely every game Purdy started this year, it has been a nice balance yes. between like between 27 and 32 rushes and between 25 yep. to 30 attempts passing. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's exactly how you're supposed to do it offensively. Here's another thing. Um Here's here's another thing. I'm looking at the, you know, the 49ers have rushed for over 2,000 yards as a team. Yeah. 4.7 yards per carry. Yeah. And 4.7 yards per carry. And that's regular season. Mm-hmm. Imagine the hell they're going to raise in the playoffs. This is the, this is the messed up part. Who are you going to key on in the running game to stop? Mm-hmm. Wilson. Uh, Mitchell. Uh, McCaffrey, Debo. uh, Debo. I mean, <laughs> who are you gonna stop? You know, I mean, who who are you gonna stop? Who this can is, you key on? This is the play in the first quarter that won the game for San Francisco and Seattle. Fake toss, two fake tosses, and then to Kittle over the middle, Beautifully touchdown done. San Francisco. Here's that execution, and, and the way that. They got. They have gotten Kittle involved the second half mm-hmm. of the year, because yeah. the, the 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 words were out there. You know who's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've said all along, who's going to guard George Kittle? Who's going to take George Kittle? And I've had people tell me, well, they take Kittle out of the offense. Not so fast. No, they didn't take Kittle out of the offense. It was more along the lines of the embarrassment of riches for the Forty Nine er offense. Yeah, it, yeah, it was more along the lines of. Who was going to carry the load for that particular game? And oh, by the way, they actually had a new toy that they wanted to ingratiate into the offense in McCaffrey. So, yep. In the midst of that, unfortunately, yep. there's going to be in terms of number, not not in terms of production or in terms of uh, play on the field, but just in terms of numbers. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some suffrage on it because you have not heard Debo's number called all that often in the past game. And it's not because it's not because of fault of him or the coach's staff. No, no, not at all. And the same thing with Kittle. So to me, I had to understand. Okay, so they're they're trying to make sure that they understand. They're trying to make sure that McCaffrey is comfortable in the system to learn everything Mm -hmm. offensively. And once he gets settled, everybody else is going to eat. And what happened? What has happened, sir? They got settled, and everybody's eating. Mm -hmm. Everybody's eating. Speaking of. Speaking of George the Animal Kittle in his um, sixth year out of Iowa, the last four games of the um, – pulling up his stats right now, courtesy of NFL.com. Do you know that the last the, the last four games of the year mm-hmm. – seven touchdowns. The last four games of the year, two against Seattle, two against the Redskins, one against the Raiders, and two against the Cardinals. Seven touchdowns in the last four games. And that only makes a quarterback even more dangerous when you can, because when you have the safety valve, the talent of George Kittle. He has 11 touchdowns this year 
talking about George Kittle. George Kittle. And he and, and Purdy's un- eleven have come in the last four games. And Purdy's unafraid to throw it anywhere. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. You know, because I, I actually started to see a Brandon Ayuk sighting later on this year too, because earlier we didn't hear too much about him. Well, they well, it's like you just said, they had to get everybody involved. Right. They had to make sure to get everybody involved, especially when they swung the trade for Christian McCaffrey and pissed mm-hmm. off the Bills. They pissed off the Rams and they pissed off everybody else mm-hmm. that wanted to take a shot at McCaffrey. And the 49ers, think about it. The 49ers were not supposed to get McCaffrey. No. Because we said on this show and off the air, mm-hmm. the team that should have gotten him was the Buffalo Bills. Oh, the team, the team that the team that should have broken their backs to get them get him was the Buffalo Bills. Was the Buffalo Bills. And yeah, the look. 49ers flew under the radar because mm-hmm. no one expected them to make a move for um, Christian McCaffrey. No one expected the 49ers to make a move for Christian McCaffrey. They were sitting at three and four at the time. Mm-hmm. And then oh, all yeah, of that's a sudden, right. they yeah, were sitting at three right. and four. Yeah, and that was after, yeah, that's after the L they took it home to the four, uh, to the Chiefs. They took, right. L, they took mm-hmm. an L to the um, – actually, this is, bef- this is the L they took to Atlanta. Oh, oh, the, oh, the game after. That's right. That's right. Yep. That's this right. is the L time. they took to Atlanta. Yeah. This is after they took an L to Atlanta mm-hmm. when my phone went crazy. Oh, yeah. I know people were talking I mad was, noise and trash. Listen, I was, I was half asleep when the, when the, trade, when the, when the trade was swung. Mm-hmm. I was half asleep. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, my phone just started going crazy. I said, what is going on here? And then I see the words. McCaffrey to 49ers. 49ers. <laughs> and I went, oh, hell. My wife woke up and said, what? I said, you remember when we were talking about Christian McCaffrey? She sat right up and went, no, they did. I'm like, yes, they did. And my wife goes, oh, boy. My, my, <laughs> my wife, who's a Colts fan. Mm-hmm. Knows the value of Christian McCaffrey, especially when healthy, which was the first question we had. And when that was we the, talked about the deal. Yeah, that and that was the only issue I had with him. I was like, talent, mm-hmm. I had no issue with that. Uh ability, come on, really? Uh now, I mean Christian McCaffrey has done something only Marshall Falk and Roger Craig have done. Right. Thousand thousand, thousand season. season. You know, I mean the talent this guy has is ridiculous. The ability he has is through the roof. And did y'all see what, him at Stanford? <laughs> yeah, and 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 when healthy, the dude can elevate an offense. Yes, my only issue was health because mm-hmm. because they ran him into the ground. Because the one. Panthers ran him, they ran him so far under the ground, you had to dig about eight feet underneath to pull him out from the dirt. And I mean, Carolina's just, and and because of Matt, uh, because of Matt Rule and that coaching system, he missed two years. Yeah. He basically missed two years. Yes, because so we come back, we got Sam Shady on the other side, and we'll talk more. Playoffs, wild card playoffs. weekend. The playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs. Love you, Jim Morris Senior. Thank you. Back after this. This is Snowman in the Morning. There's a 100% chance of a laugh thunderstorm. Four men with different viewpoints take a movie, show, or documentary and review it uncensored, unfiltered, uncompromised, with no holds barred. Join BS3, Wilkes, 
King Dog, and H Rap B as they take on Hollywood their own way. BS3 Network proudly presents The Forecast, where H Rap B always predicts. If I owe you something, I ain't got it. And if you need it, get it from God. Live every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Central. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. The original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high-potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. Smarter than energy. Are you waking up in the morning with a sore jaw, headaches, maybe even ringing in your ears, all because you're grinding and clenching your teeth at night? That's exactly what was going on with me. That's when I found this, the Brux Night Guard. Now the Brux Night Guard redirects the bite force away from the back teeth, reducing jaw pain while still protecting the teeth. This unique design is what makes Brux Night Guard different from all other traditional grind guards. Go to BruxNightGuard.com and order yours today. SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like the High Five Strangers Guy. Game-winning interception. First down. Just a nice, solid tackle. If you're in arm's length, you will be swapping skin with this extrovert. You see, he knows SeatGeek got him a great deal on tickets, so he can focus on what he does best, smacking palms. SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can fan. Here's an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. Do you like pricking your fingers to test your blood sugar levels? No one does, but it's important to maintain your health. And now, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you don't need to prick your fingers anymore. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. And if you have Medicare or most major insurance coverage, you may be able to get a new CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. Shipping is free and will even bill your insurance company for you. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now to learn how to end the painful finger sticks and get your own continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, at little to no out-of-pocket cost. Because we take this job so serious. I'm sorry, I, I did that all wrong. I did that all wrong. My bad. You do it right, will you? Uh, oh God, brother Gis! I'm so glad, Ryan, that you here on coffee with McCarthy. I love you. Oh, Lord, you beat me to it. What in the all types of blue hell? This is Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. My partner's a nut. Just so y'all know, my partner's an absolute nut. Portions of this here program is brought to you by the Be Daring Foundation, eradicating the stigma surrounding mental health for college students, high school students, first responders, 
and athletes. Go to beedaringfoundation.org. That's beedaringfoundation.org. Just, just so you, just so you know, my partner is an absolute nut. All right, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. <coughs> Go on. Now betting the man who is still salty at Aroldis Chapman, number 420, Wise El Jefe, number 420. <laughs> I am not. Why are you going to make him cuss this morning? I am not salty at Aroldis Chapman. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. No. I'm not. I moved on, but that's the worst impression of Wise I'll ever do. Yes, good morning, yeah, Wise. How are you, man? Good morning, oh, my man. brothers. I'm good. You good? Cool. I'm <laughs> good. I'm, I'm alive, right? I'm good. I hear that, man. Hey, same. Same here. Good morning, V-Lock. Another game we're looking forward to is the absolute destruction of the Minnesota Vikings by the New York football giants. Look I need wise. you to stop saying that. I need you to look, stop saying that. Look, wise. No, all I, look, I'm not going to stop saying it because no, I want destruction. No, no, damn it. No. no. Hey, you, you know why I'm saying it. You know why I'm saying it because, because I sent the you. Vikings are frauds. I sent you. Period. I sent you a picture where there is a shirt. There is a purple shirt, oh, and it's no. pixelated, and it says, oh, uh, no. "I can't believe I'm about to say these words." Quote. God. Kirk Thuggins. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. Close quote. I saw for, that mess. For that shirt and for him looking like a pale two chains, your Giants. <laughs> and the chains better, are heavier than him. The the Giants better bury this lucky. It's, listen, the chains. Cardiac 2.0 squad underneath the U.S. Bank Stadium. We, we, we spoke on that yesterday. We talked about how they're the worst division winners of all yeah, time. We yeah, yeah, we they, did. Yeah, we did. They have a lot more points than he scored. And I'm like, how in the world did that happen? And how did they finish because with a winning record? Right? That's what I was... And, and they finished 13-4. and four. Yeah. That's the crazy part. Because it is the Vikings, period. And, and look, I'm not hating on the team. I mean, look, Justin Jefferson is one of the best receivers in the game. There's not even a question. And Agreed. Devin Cook, people Agreed. sleeping on him. That dude has some skills behind the backfield. Yes. Mm-hmm. But but that deep, but that deep, all, all three phases of that defense is patchwork. The offensive line is like up and down. Just say it. They trash. They trash. And, and Chris, the Vikings queens. Trash. And, 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 oh, well, I will say that, though. And Kirk Cousins, when the when the spotlight's not on him, is absolutely stellar. He basically is Patrick Mahomes. But when you put the spotlight on him, he is straight up, without a question, trash. He's prime time. Trash. Yes, he, yes, prime he's time. Prim- yeah, he, that, there you go. There you go. Kirk, uh, yeah, trash. Kirk Buckets. Prime time trash. Yeah, prime time trash. So I am praying, sincerely, that the Vikings get in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Sunday afternoon. So am I. <laughs> well, I know you are for different reasons. Uh, and, and, and understand, I actually, I, I, I actually have a, a, a homeboy. I've known him 20 years, and the dude is a die-in-the-wool Vikings fan. And he ha- he definitely has the Vikings winning the Super Bowl. And I'm thinking to myself, um, not with that defense. That, I was like, um, unless they're playing a team like the Bears, uh, do they al- do they allow less twenty points a game? <laughs> uh, no, man. I mean, <laughs> the the the, def- the 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 Vikings defense just doesn't cut it. And then uh-huh. and then they, and then the philosophy offensively, they don't run Dalvin Cook enough. I'm thinking, Psh, man. I mean. That, that's pr- that's prime that's prime L in the playoffs if there ever was one f- against a team that basically their offense is predicated on running the ball. So yeah. and that's what we do is run the, the ball. That's the and what are the Giants? Their offense predicated on running the ball. Well, that's so. what we do is run the ball. <laughs> I'm like, man, they're tailor made for the Giants to beat. We we play defense and run the ball. Yeah, tailor made for the Giants. Tailor made for the Giants. And so if you're going to make it easy for the Giants' defense to say, okay, well, I think we can pretty much stop the run because they don't like to run it all that much and just basically be, be all about pass coverage two-thirds of the game when they're on the field, you're making the game easy for a team that you have to make it more difficult for a team like the Giants to to win. Yeah. But if you're going to make it easy for them to, they they will, no matter if it's in, Lando, uh, in, in the Middle Lands or in U.S. Bank in, in the Twin Cities. And that's what frustrates me. The the Vikings are ugh, they're smoke and doggone mirrors. Ugh. Listen, playoffs is where you get exposed. That's that's bottom line. So it is time for us to expose them for what they are, which is uh trash. <laughs> they shouldn't oh. have won they, they shouldn't have won that division. <laughs> Clark relatives, trash. <laughs> And then, and then Victor says, because NFC North is trash. That's why. I won't go that far because the Lions. Lions, Lions you know what? No, Lions are up and coming. They're coming Lions, Lions to be are not trash. They If they would have started off better this season, they'd probably be the division winners. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that's the only thing that really stopped them. I mean, they started one and six. Yeah. And they, they fin- finished, what, nine and seven? They finished, finished nine and eight. Nine All and eight. they had to do was win two games. And they would have, or won, or at least the one particular game, like the game at home against the Seahawks. If they won that game, it'd be the Lions with the seventh seed instead of the, the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, it happens. It does. It does. I'm kind of glad that the Lions aren't in the playoffs because if we would have to, I, I know a lot of teams would be afraid to face them. Mm-hmm. Oh, because that offense is pretty good, and the defense was played much better towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, <sighs> I love the finesse feedback zone. The hot TV says the wise LFA. This is Jay in there, but hey, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> you know we, we we know the Jay in there. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, when I she mentioned a Rawlins Chapman in Wise's introduction, he says I just ate breakfast, guys. Yeah, I know. Because Ryan's also a hardcore Yankees fan. Uh, <laughs> Six says Cole. Understand that Wise is not salty. He might be a little peppery, but not salty. No, not salty. No. Uh, the 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 uh, the beard says otherwise. But uh, okay, um, that's on pepper. <laughs> that's <the thing. laughs> it, it's not all pepper. <laughs> it's some salt in there. 
and some salt of mine too. So I understand. <laughs> oh Lord. And Ryan says, lions are not trash. They're trash adjacent. <laughs> okay. You all are too much. Lord have mercy. Oh gosh. Hall TV says, uh, who want the Giants to stop in double J? Oh, doggone it. I wish I had it queued up. I um, wish I had it queued up. Okay, first of all, first of all. Cool. Okay, uh, what, no, no what one Kirk, Kirk Cousins, listen, Kirk Cousins has to be standing erect in order to get the ball to double J. But the thing is, <laughs> no, no, the thing is. Wait, hold no, it. Hold <clears throat> time out. He says, hold the phone. Stop. Penalty flag on no, the field. No, no, no. no. Yes, he did. <laughs> E-R-E-C-T. Yes, he did. <laughs> Kurt Thuggins got to be standing erect. Yes. yes. I'm reminded of y'all remember. <laughs> I'm the one who's supposed to be getting nasty. I'm not the one doing I'm just, I said what I said. I know what you said. We, we, do, y'all, do y'all remember a game show called Super Password? Yes. With Bert Convy? Mm-hmm. There was a puzzle one day. The first word was erect, and the second word was poles. That has to be Kirk Cousins on Twitter. <laughs> Lord, if it's bad enough, they're trying to turn this dude into a hip hop artist. Yeah, and you know who was one of the guests on that episode, that particular episode? Hmm. Ricky Lawrence. Oh Lord, Mama's family. Do Hmm. Do I need to say anything else? No. Back to U.S. Bank Stadium. I want. Let me borrow something that Cole said yesterday. I wanted to be so quiet in U.S. Bank Stadium, you could hear a mouse piss on a piece of cotton. I wanted that, that quiet. That was a good one. Thank you. I wanted that. I I wanted that quiet. All right. Oh, uh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you that house was man. At the dry clock, the dry clock came down with the, with the ball. You heard groans, and then after uh, Danny White got stripped of the ball about a, about five minutes later, <laughs> that house is quiet. <laughs> Thank you. You heard nothing. You heard, nothing, you heard nothing but Candlestick Park roar. That's all you heard. <laughs> Thank you, Jim Stuckey. <laughs> Number 79. And, and I know ba- I know Bass's face when I pull that name out of, out of nowhere. Negro be lying. I watched the game. I, I'm teasing, of course. I watched the damn game. Negro be lying. <laughs> Gosh. One of the best sound bites we ever got. That from was him. the best, right? There. That was one of the best sound bites we ever got from him. Period. One of the best sound bites we ever got from him, and it was about my ass. Well, this is about your ass too, right here. Oh Lord, Samuel, <laughs> please. Gosh. Nice setup, wise. I tried to ignore it, but you set it up beautifully. Okay. I don't remember asking you a thing. Thank you. I saw it, but I tried to ignore it. <laughs> Look, I tried to. I tried to ignore it too. I didn't want to push that button. And now, little, little wise, wise, you, you have my see. daughter saying "button." I don't got her saying it. She got herself saying it. She heard I'm let, you. I let her she listen to the show. You. I'm letting her listen to the show. <laughs> Did not press that button. Oh, yeah. I, oh no, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'll say it again. Stop the lie. Stop the guy. Stop the lie. Stop the cat. 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 
Now the moment that, my wife that to says me is, that, that to my, me is yeah that to me is my favorite gold. anything you've ever said wise on this show. That's and, and he said it with a and he said it with a straight face. Yeah, yeah. He said, he said, it, he said it with a straight. Well, he said it with a bone straight face. Oh gosh, and the smile the smile afterwards when, when he we all were laughing. The rest of us were laughing. Yeah, when and, he knew I caught it, the smile on his face was yep, beautiful. I was like, yep. oh man. Is anybody looking forward to seeing the Jaguars and the Chargers? I am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. For the, I, 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 listen, I want to see how loud Alltel Stadium can get. I, I'm looking forward to it. I want, I, I, I'm hoping that the Jaguars can take that energy they've, they have started back in late November and extend yeah. it to now. I want, and I think they wanna, can. You just want to send, you would just want them to send Brandon Staley home. That's what you want. Yeah. Look, Brandon State is going to send Brandon State Brandon, home. Brandon, Brandon State is going to do that to himself. That's what I'm saying. Brandon State is going to send Brandon, Brandon State, State is going to do that to himself. Period. No, I don't want to see it. It's going to happen because he because dude is going to do something boneheaded to where where's Anthony where you're like Floyd when we need him. Yeah, you know? dude's going to do some bonehead where you. Say I want to see what Trevor. Lawrence, got, I want to see what Trevor Lawrence does. I'm like, you got talented. You got talented so and sos on this field, and you ain't trusting them. Why? He, because he's Brandon Staley, just like Nathaniel Hacker. I mean, hack it. I'm sorry. Oh, nice one. I like that. <sighs> oh, Lordy. A break and then more playoff wild card madness. And Rod West, somebody move Rod, Rod West, please, while we go to this break. <laughs> oh, Lord. Back in a flash. Good Lord, man. Really? I don't remember asking you a thing. Goodness gracious. This is Snowman in the Morning. Here's an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. Do you like pricking your fingers to test your blood sugar levels? No one does, but it's important to maintain your health. And now, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you don't need to prick your fingers anymore. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. And if you have Medicare or most major insurance coverage, you may be able to get a new CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. Shipping is free and we'll even bill your insurance company for you. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now to learn how to end the painful finger sticks and get your own continuous glucose monitor or CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. That's why we here on this platform. Marriage. A loving splendor. A daily grind. Such is the case when Damien and Jamie get together and chop it up for marriage is real. Let's just lay it all out here. Let's just be real with it. Join this wonderful couple who keeps it real and always in love. BS3 Network proudly presents Marriage is Real, where love is the only thing that matters. Live every Tuesday at 8.30 Central. Oh, and Jamie has something to say. Deuces and trays. 
SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like the high five strangers got. Game winning interception. First down. Just a nice, solid tackle. If you're in arm's length, you will be swapping skin with this extrovert. You see, he knows SeatGeek got him a great deal on tickets, so he can focus on what he does best smacking palms. SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can fan. The original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high-potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. Smarter than energy. Cause we cause we take this job so serious. Man, I went home yes. that day and talked to my <laughs> wife, Vicky. And Vicky was like, what's wrong with you? You pissed off? Yeah, I got this part that I'm working with back in the radio <laughs> place. The Negro be lying. <laughs> what in the all types of blue hell? This is Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. Thank you, Kurt Warner. For proving me right. <laughs> Portions of this program brought to you in part by the Champion Playbook, where the real training begins. Athletic training isn't what you think. It's not working harder and focusing most of your time on the physical skills. It's not also traditional sports psychology. Having grit or willpower at the Champion Playbook, athletes learn proprietary and highly effective tools to remove the blocks in the way of achieving their desired level of outstanding performance without pushing the athlete to the brink of injury wasting time or negatively impacting their mental health. Visit my buddy Scott Fox at thechampionplaybook.com. That's thechampionplaybook.com. One of the proud sponsors of this year's program. And thank you to Scott Fox and to Michelle Demuria with, for the, uh, Be da- from the uh, Be Daring Foundation for being the first two major sponsors of this program. And why I picked them? They are concentrating on something that is uh, very near and dear to me, and that's the the status of mental health. That's why we're working. That's why we're working with them, and uh, she's going to headline our coverage in Phoenix, Arizona. Michelle is for the <coughs> Beat Hearing Foundation for Super Bowl Fifty Seven. So uh, we're going to make some. Co- we're going to make some noise. We're going to make some contacts out there. Let's go to the mm-hmm. Fanatics Feedback Zone presented by Fanatics. Victor Locke says, I got ambushed by Cowboy Crazies and told I'm not a true Cowboys fan because I don't <laughs> the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl because of our clown of a coach, a.k.a. Coach Pennywise, a.k.a. Coach uh, McCarthy. Well, I need to uh, disrupt these Cowboy Crazies who don't think. But y'all ain't got much. Oh, my. And I'm going to focus on how little average Cowboys fan has in our number Go two. with it. Oh, no, oh, not now. Our, our number oh, two. Oh, an hour two? Okay. I'm going to do an hour number two. Okay, going to do an hour two. Yeah. Our favorite sound. Moon him! <laughs> Can we get one of those for Rob? Hell, I'll do it myself. No, I got it. You got it? Okay. Yeah. Hey, Rod West! Take it! Let me try it again. Hey, Rod West, in case you didn't hear me, I said, take this. Moon him. Now I feel better. 
Is it weird to y'all that every playoff matchup is a repeat from the season? It's somewhat weird. Somewhat weird. It's somewhat weird. Uh, it to me, it's because... it, to me. What's weird is you got three divisional matchups that are meeting for the third Niners, time: Seahawks, Buffalo, Miami, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That to me, I find weird. I, I know I, I expect one, and sometimes two. I don't expect three. I don't expect three. Not during wild card weekend. Yeah, not no. during wild card weekend. Mm-hmm. Not during not during the wild card. You expect that's what it happens more the divisions that get three teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, you expect it more during the divisional round and beyond, mm-hmm. which prompts yeah. this question. And I want you to put this in the chat, and I want the chat to uh, focus on this as well. Has Lamar Jackson played his last game as a Baltimore Raven? Yes. Like ask that question. Yes, I believe, I believe he has. Yes. So I'll back it up with this question. And and he, uh, and he won't play Sunday, I don't think, either. He, no, he's out. He's out, and Tua is out for Sunday. Yeah, Tua's out for, Tua definitely is out for Sunday. Tua Which needs to be means, out for his career, but that's something. Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that yesterday. Tua definitely, yeah, Tua definitely is. He's reportedly out for Sunday. They haven't mm-hmm. said, that, the Ravens haven't said Lamar Jackson's out. Yes, but they have. He, it's oh, it's, they have it's now? official. Yeah. It's Hunley, official. Hunley's he's that out. one who's questionable. But the way, but the way, yeah, but the way I've seen it lean, I was about to say he's, they, they said he's, he had, he's, he's been, been ruled. He has been ruled out. Yeah, he has been ruled out. Yeah, they said he hadn't um, practiced for almost three weeks for Sunday. So, yeah. So this prompts the question: If he's not going to get the bag from Baltimore, who's the team that's going to go after him? I have a team that I think will go after him if they can create the room, and it ain't far. I think it's the Redskins. I think it's the Redskins. They need to. They need two things that, and they like. I, I won't say they lack. They don't really lack it in the running game. I, I just think they. I, I love Robinson and I like Gibson. I don't know if they trust the running game all that much. Between there those is my issue, right there with the Redskins. They don't trust the running game. They, they don't. don't to me, they don't trust running game enough, and they don't have the hogs. McLaurin, McLaurin for wide receiver. Besides him, really? It, they they don't have. Yeah, they don't have the uh, Scott Fox and I talked about this. They don't have the offensive lineman that can be hogs, and that's or another. bring back the version of the and, hogs. And I think that, and I think to me, that is the over that, that's the overarching thing that will that will preclude him, preclude Lamar to drive an hour south. Is so who so who's going to protect think, me there? Who's going to uh, who do y'all think will make a make a big time play for him? The Jets. Matter of fact, let me back it up. Let me start with this question: The Jets might. Where would he fit? Would he fit with the Jets? The Jets could if that offensive line was healthier. They fired Lafleur, so he's gone. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike Lafleur. Yeah, Mike Lafleur. Yeah, has has taken the. How come Matt Lafleur hasn't bitten the dust by now? Well, thirteen, it. 13 okay. wins. The, thirteen wins the previous three seasons. So he has that. He has two. He has two NC championships in mm-hmm. under his belt. This and was he an got mauled in both of them. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This was that's this. A, that's a tangent for another time. This yeah, t- this year was an off year. So yep, that's he, a that's a tangent for another time. You know, with the Jets, and my I agree. Is Mackay Becton? 
I they need to find the offense, uh, uh, coaching personnel before they can go shopping for you. Correct. I agree with you. Correct, Ryan. One hundred, bro. Who else can make a play for him? Okay. Who else can make Tampa. a play for? Yeah, Lamar uh, the, the Bucks could because he is a he is a Florida guy. So the um, Bucks could. The the Dolphins could. Yeah. Could the Panthers. The Panthers could, but I don't think Lamar wants to entertain them. No, I don't think he would want to go to to the Panthers. Would, he, he wouldn't if, want to go if, to that dumpster fire. The, if the Saints had a better line overall, yeah, overall talent, because really the the best the only they have person is that's in line. New Orleans is Alvin yeah. Kamara. Right. You know I'm saying the the, the, the Man, best he's, talent he's, they have. He's on his last legs. I'm saying the best yeah. talent. Yeah, the best talent as a team that the Saints have is a defensive line. And the best player talent they have, talent wise, they have is Alvin Kamara. And you yes, can't, correct wise, you, you can't, he is on class legs. you can't see him in Miami because, as Ryan points out, the Dolphins have no cap space. See that see. it's possible he could go to Tampa, he could tamp, it's possible Tampa can make a play for him. Yeah, it's possible, it's possible they can make a play for him. I, I well, I would say it's possible the Rams could, but um, like you said, the Rams, the, Fins, are, the Rams are in worse shape cap space wise. Yeah, the, the Rams are in cap hell, and they're going to be in cap hell for the next four years mm-hmm. because they sacrificed all their cap for, Just Super, for their Bowl. Super Bowl run they, for they, last year. Man, but they got it. They got the Super Bowl, so they sacrificed it. They got it. Hey, yeah, now, yeah, now they, they're yeah, going to the, pay for it. The Rams pulled the Lakers. Yes. Yeah, and now and now mm-hmm. they're going to pay for it. They won the Super Bowl in their house, and now, now, yeah, and now they will pay the price. They will pay the they will pay the piper for it. They bled, they sweat. Now they're gonna pay the price. Absolutely, no cap hell, uh, but draft. Not just, not yeah, picks. yeah, not yeah, not just yeah, not just bad in cap, but bad in draft. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they kept they, they they kept they kept dealing the first and round they draft signed, picks. Signed and and for God's sakes, they signed Baker freaking Mayfield. Well, they had no choice, man. I mean, they had they well, yeah. Matthew Stafford, who they was down to their year. fourth string. They were down to their fourth string, and they were down to their fourth string QB. And <laughs> so, with that in mind, what happens to Matthew Stafford? He retires. I'm I'm thinking he's close to retirement. I mean, what else he has yeah. to prove? He's he's got his ring. He's got his ring. Mm-hmm. He's happy. He, he's got his ring, and he, he has can, he can ride off into the sunset. Yeah, he has his ring. He has he stats. Can, he can what, ride what off into the what sunset. Does he need? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so true on all counts. Uh, don't forget, folks, tonight is a special wild card edition of No Credentials Required, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, the uh, on the YouTube page. And you can also hear it on the SDM Sports Radio Network. It's one minute before hour number two. We're talking playoffs. We're talking wild cards. And, of course, you all know who's coming at the bottom of, of this hour. So push the button because hour two starts now. 